1: patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedic1.com.
2: This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by... Austin based company Naturally Hims and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked in pharmaceutical grade non isolate based CBD.
1: Headlock talk, headlock talk, we're gonna get it, fucking it, headlock talk, headlock talk, headlock talk, talk about some wrestling!
0: Boy, that new intro music's intense.
1: (laughs) Oh, snap.
0: Oh, snap, indeed. I'm, of course, the Texas Gentleman Tanner Pruitt. And as always, right across from me, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Crudy. (laughs) Howdy. Howdy, Stephen. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. <laughs> <coughs> how's your how's your throat? Ah, it's got a little tickle in it. <laughs> oh, okay. no worries. Good. Good, good. Yeah, no, no worries. Yeah, that was that was intense. It was intense. intense. Ah, I man, liked it though. Yeah, what, what band was that? I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty rocking. <laughs> that's, that's what the that's what the new kids say, right? Hold on, time out. Can we listen to it? Yeah. I want to hear it. All right, all right. It. So we're going to we're going to take a quick time out because Steven wants to listen to the music. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, how proud are you of yourself? Dude, that was a 10. That was
2: incredible. (laughs) It was pretty good. We freaking nailed that. Yeah, you've got those uh, those Cookie Monster vocals. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. C is for cookie. (laughs) Yes. Tell your friends. (laughs) Oh, goodness.
0: All right. What a wild start to this week's episode. (laughs) We got a lot to get through here, you guys. Uh, This is a wrestling podcast. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
2: like ninety to ninety-five percent of the time, yeah. Yeah, Most of it, (laughs) most of it's about wrestling. Um, Yeah, got a lot of big
0: news here in the week of wrestling. Yes, indeed. Let's take a quick dive in here, Stephen. We we got a lot to catch up on. Let's do it. And we got we got a lot of work to do here today. So uh, yeah, we better we better. Get a, get a move on. Yeah. You know, get a, gotta skedaddle. I
2: like how you're saying, let's get a move on. Like, uh, you're telling me to hurry up, but you're like but saying but it in slow I'm motion. I'm 100% at fault. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: let's fucking get it. Let's go. All right.
2: All right. So that's enough of that.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, the big news, the really big news of the week here uh, on Monday Night Raw this week, uh, Becky Lynch. Uh, announced that she was relinquishing the WWE Raw Women's Championship after 399 days. Mm-hmm. The winner of the Money Bank... Money Money Bank? Mm. You'll get it. Money in the Bank. There it is. Mm. <laughs> the winner of the Money in the Bank <laughs> uh, uh, match, uh, Asuka, uh, was awarded the Raw Women's Championship, and Becky Lynch announced that she was going to be going away for a while because she is going to become a mother yes the man becomes the mom the ma'am the ma'am yeah
2: i've seen people call her that
0: online Mm, Uh, i don't like it the ma'am the
2: ma'am yeah i don't know mm -hmm. it's weird
0: yeah
2: Uh, a big congratulations to becky lynch absolutely huge congratulations yeah Yeah. it was a really cool moment too because like Mm -hmm. uh i'm i don't think oscar knew uh, about it uh and so you you really just get to see oscar Like genuinely react to the information Hmm. or or to the news, and uh, Oscar being a mother herself, you know, it Hmm. it was a very genuine reaction, uh, a really really touching moment between the two of them. I didn't know Oscar was a mom. I believe she is. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
2: I could be wrong. Oh, we we can take a look. I don't know.
0: The internet's a thing. Yeah. So, um, with the inverse reaction, of course, Seth Rollins. Always keeping it in kayfabe. Mm, of course. <laughs> uh, he was very He's solemn. He's Monday Night Messiah. Man. Yeah. He has to. <laughs> he was very solemn for most of Raw and, uh, until they had a tag team match. Aleister Black and Rey Mysterio, who somehow survived being thrown off of a building. They're not dead. Good. They're not dead. Good. Um, it was explained that they they landed on a secondary rooftop. What is? Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, I guess that's a shorter roof. Which doesn't make this any less dangerous, like like you I know, mean, yeah, like you still landed, <laughs> like like onto a like a concrete surface. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sure they had. I mean, they had some mats or, out like for sure. Dumpster. Like, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Well, I don't know if they <sighs> were or like maybe. thinking like mm, maybe we should put these mats here at the secondary rooftop just in case. You I know, think that's exactly just, what they were thinking. Just just in case Baron Corbin's
2: being a dick. Yeah, and Decides to throw somebody. <laughs> Yeah, we got to protect Baron Corbin from manslaughter. Okay, that's what these mats are for.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair enough. Yeah, uh,
2: but no, uh, yeah, absolutely. Congratulations to uh, to Becky Lynch. Very happy for her. Um, I'm sure she'll be great. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she'll be great. Uh, Seth Rollins though, he uh, yeah,
0: he was not too pleased. Uh, they had a tag match uh, and Seth Rollins really didn't do much of anything in the tag match. Uh, mm. He just stood up on the apron as Buddy Murphy basically took on Rey Mysterio and Aleister Black single-handedly. And then when Rey Mysterio uh, finally just tried to get a reaction out of Seth Rollins by attacking him, uh, Seth Rollins flipped out and pretty much gouged Ray's eye out on uh, some steel ring steps. Oh, so uh, what a yeah, nice guy. Yeah, uh, Ray Mysterio is in quote-unquote critical condition after this attack, um, uh, which is weird because he was uh, apparently
2: feeling 110% after falling off of a building. See, I would say he should be in critical condition after that, but mm. I don't know. I don't know how long of a fall that... Uh, that secondary rooftop is. Mm. I don't know.
0: I, uh, side note, I, I can't find anything about Asuka uh, being a mom or having oh, children. gotcha, gotcha. But, I mean... Thought I read that somewhere. I might have been... I don't know. Maybe, maybe she keeps incorrect. her... Well, she, Maybe she keeps her private life very private. It could be. I, either way, it was a very mm. genuine reaction from mm-hmm. her, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, we keep jumping around all over the place here. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, Seth Rollins, uh, kind of... Uh, takes a little bit of a turn here in his character. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens next with him, how he's taking this whole, uh, fatherhood approach. Mm. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. May Maybe he's going to be the father of Monday night. Raw.
0: Ah, ah, mm. <laughs> I don't know. Well, sounds, sounds just as exciting
2: as what he's doing
0: <laughs> already. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, it, it
2: sounds like what he's doing already. Yeah. Just change the name of it. I don't know. Yeah. Could work out. You know. Um. More news here. Uh, Sami Zayn has
0: been stripped of the Intercontinental Title. Uh, uh due to being unable to compete. Uh, this is very sad. Um, yes. Um. Word is is that not a lot of people are pleased about the whole thing. Um, but, uh, they are doing an intercontinental title tournament to declare a new champion. So, um, Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak had an awesome match on SmackDown, um, where Daniel Bryan won. He moves on to the next round. Elias and Baron Corbin, uh, had a snoozer of a match, <laughs> um, with Elias moving on, uh, to the next round. All right. Uh, other matches to come will be Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus, nice, and AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm. So that should be good if they those, just those should be two really good matches if they just let AJ and Shinsuke go. Yeah, if they just were like, do your thing, right. just just do it. Don't
2: punch each other in the dick. You know, this will be fine. Mm-hmm. But well, I, I feel the same about Jeff Hardy and Sheamus too. I mean, both, both of those guys are very very talented. Also, you know, th- this could be an opportunity to just. Have some great wrestling, you know? J- just, it-, it doesn't need anything flashy or crazy or obnoxious. Just, just have some really good wrestling from some really good wrestlers.
0: That is always the hope. hmm <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. You know, I mean, um, it, I really would like to see it end with maybe, like, Shinsuke versus Daniel Bryan, and they do that at, like, I don't know, SummerSlam or something like that. hmm And just have, like, a barn burner between those
2: two. Yeah. That would be awesome that would be dope yeah <laughs> i'd like to see hardy in the finals yeah personally
0: Heart, hardy making a comeback mm-hmm. uh, intercontinental champion yeah i could
2: see that too yeah uh, give him a nice little run before he goes to aw
0: yes yes speaking of moving on to more news here mm-hmm. um there's the rumor floating around uh that uh sting uh yes the legendary sting his contract is up with wwe and that he might be looking to do a final move to AEW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Now, last we heard of Sting, he got um, a career-ending injury uh, due to um, a power bomb by Seth Rollins. Mm. Um, Stephen, is this a wise move for Sting? Maybe to make this
2: jump to AEW. Um, it's a slippery slope, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, We we've talked about this before with with AEW and like you know getting all of the bringing all these legends in bringing all the ex WWE people you know and and you don't want to be branded as the the former WWE promotion right Um, however for Sting though this might be a a good a good move specifically because they've done so well with Jake the Snake on Dynamite Um, you know he did suffer that career ending injury. There's nothing saying he technically has to wrestle again. Uh he he can certainly just be an on-screen talent, on-screen personality for sure and just give AEW just a little bit more validity. Mm-hmm. Um I, I I don't think validity is something that is lacking. In my opinion, I think they've uh I think they've cemented themselves uh as, you know, this is who we are and and this is what we do. I don't think they necessarily Need the help from some of these legends or, or some of these um, ex WWE stars? They don't they don't certainly need it, uh, but it can help. So I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want to see what Sting looks like in WWE in 2020. I'll say oh, that. Yeah, that would be rough. <laughs> I, I do think it, if he does come back to the world of wrestling, and is an on-screen talent somewhere. I think AEW is a much better option for him. Yeah, I I could see I could
0: see maybe one more run. Um, but man, I, I would feel like it would be, <coughs> excuse me, goodness, fairly
2: limited, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Right, mm-hmm. right. Springtime well, allergies, man. Wow. Yeah. Uh, l- like I said, I mean, they could have him as an on-screen personality, maybe, uh, you know, I don't know, stick with Darby or, or something, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, not that Darby needs it either. I, I don't know. Well, uh, since you, since you brought it up, yeah. Bo- Booker T...
0: Uh Yes, the master of the spin rooney, the five time, five time, five time, five time, five time former WCW champion. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have kissed his feet also. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm. Feet. What and a strange it, it, time that was. Sorry, I don't know why I went there. I... Mm. Feet. <laughs> now that's on
2: public record. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. I'm How even... does that make you feel that there? there's a sound bite of you saying, mm feet you know you know
0: i'm not even really like a foot kind of guy yeah you know um yeah it doesn't doesn't do anything for me Mm.
2: so uh, there you go or maybe it does and your (laughs) subconscious is just like putting it forward like people need to know about this feet (laughs) feet (laughs) anyway booker t (laughs) feet booker t's feet Booker (laughs) that's what we're talking about here no
0: i'm kidding um booker t goes on to say uh, on his own podcast quote brother you know what Anything can happen in this business. These old guys, man, always feel like they want to jump. They always feel like they got something left in the tank, always feel like they got one last run in them. I would not doubt for one minute that we see Sting back in the squared circle wrestling against dot 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 Darby Allen. Mm. Uh, Sting versus Darby, you know what I mean? End quote. Uh yeah, Sting versus Darby Allen would be uh I do know what you mean, Booker it- <laughs> T. Yes. <laughs> yes, we know what you mean. Yeah, it would be something quite interesting.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, there there's plenty of talent that Sting could have great matches with mm-hmm. on on uh, uh, on Dynamite for sure. Mm. It's just you know Booker T kind of has a point. Yeah. You know, like can, he can he, he do it? Yeah, I mean he he is getting up there for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we saw that Taker Goldberg match at you know a uh, Super Showdown, and it's like oh maybe these old old guys y- you know really can't go like they used to, uh, to a certain degree. So I I don't know, maybe don't tarnish your legacy, but at the same (laughs) time, if you are like a hundred percent ready to go and you want to have, you know, another, another go at it, another push. Mm -hmm. Cool, man. You know, try it out. Uh, I just, it's the, it's the same thing I said about Kurt Angle. I just don't want you to get hurt, man. Like I, I appreciate you and I appreciate the work that you've done in your life, Mm -hmm. but you don't have anything to prove. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Booker T. Booker (laughs) T.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, goodness. I will say, though, Mm. um, Darby is probably the perfect person for
0: staying to wrestle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It'd be very good. Um, Let's see here. One last bit of uh, WWE news. Um, NXT, on NXT this week, uh, they announced uh, that they are bringing back In Your House. Yes, if you go back in time to the old, old, old WWF shows, all of their pay-per-views were called In Your House. NXT is bringing that back because, nice. you know, we're all at home. <laughs> nostalgia as well. Uh, a little bit of nostalgia there, yeah. I'm sure. Um, yes, June 7th will be the In Your House show. Um, I would imagine that we'll probably see um, maybe some more of that uh, um Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Carrion Cross feud kind of come to a head then. Um, uh, Let's see here. What else is going on in NXT land? Johnny Gargano uh, and uh, Candice LeRae are kind of uh, trying to uh, spark a feud with Mia Yim and Keith Lee. Mm. So that might be something that we... What beef do they have? uh, Power couples in NXT, I guess. Fair enough. You know? Yeah. Dexter Loomis and uh, Undisputed era are having a very odd feud. Hmm. yeah hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. NXT's been kind of weird for me lately. a little odd, a little bit weird, mm-hmm. but you know what I really have loved and this is my match of the of the week personally. Um, Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher mm. um, they they dropped the tag team titles to um, Imperium. Uh, uh, on this past week's NXT, uh, which resulted in um, kind of a, a breakdown. Timothy Thatcher kind of, uh, I guess he had enough of Matt Riddle's shenanigans, and he just left him. He just left him in the match. and oh boy. Uh, yeah, Matt Riddle, um, he got the win over Timothy Thatcher later in the night, uh, but Thatcher ended up making Matt Riddle tap after the match. So I think that if they can keep the physicality between each other to a minimum, um they should have a pretty awesome match i believe
2: at this in your house show yeah man i mean like timothy thatcher making riddle tap that's huge yes that is huge i I mean (laughs) it'd be hard for them to mess this up it would be very very difficult yeah um but
0: uh yeah um Uh, I I really do see that this would be a a really great opportunity, also to kind of let Matt Riddle off his leash. I really do believe that he should be the guy to take the title off of Adam Cole Mm -hmm. once and for all, and then you could continue the Timothy Thatcher feud. You could even have Matt Riddle versus all of Imperium, you know, or heck, you know, uh, know, bring in British Strong Style to you know uh, whenever the time comes. Obviously, there's. uh, has a has a little bit of difficulties with bringing in everybody from all over the world right, right. now, but right you know when the time comes, British Strongstall could be there to help you know back up Matt Riddle against Volter and Imperium, who knows. There's a lot of different things that you could do with this here, you guys. That's all I'm saying, Matt. This opens up a lot
2: of the opportunities for Matt Riddle here. Yeah, no, absolutely, and, and I do agree with your point about Matt Riddle like finally being the guy to to take that title off. Mm. Um, and, and especially, this is a good way to set up. Like, obviously, they they book Riddle as like you know he's a monster mm-hmm. and, and he, he's very very good at what he does. But I think Timothy Thatcher has that. <laughs> Has that stature to him, mm. uh, where <laughs> nice rhyme. Uh, yeah, right. I didn't even mean to do that, but uh, he he has that that air about him where where he is similar to Riddle in the sense that like they're just monsters. You know, they're mm. they are just powerful as hell. And, and if you start this this feud and build it to a way where where Riddle, yes, both of them are monsters, but Riddle is just that much more. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that that could be a really great way to set up um, Riddle and Cole. Um, I'm not gonna call this person out
0: by name. Uh, but there is someone on Twitter who is a massive idiot who put out a a, a tweet that I uh, I quoted I I retweeted with a with a little comment of my own here. Mm. Uh, they said, "Fact: Timothy Thatcher sucks." Um, and uh, yeah, no, this is um, this goes back to something that we've talked about before. How um, you can have a wrong opinion, <laughs> right? Uh, you're just being dumb, so quit it. You don't know wrestling. This is <laughs> You're being ridiculous. Just just shut your mouth. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Moving right along.
2: Um. Get him, Tanner. <laughs> get him. No, I, I always mm. find that funny, uh, that that argument with some people. Like, oh, Ooh, it, it, so- oh Sheamus sucks. Oh, Rey Mysterio sucks. It's like, dude, they're in the biggest wrestling company in the world. Like, they didn't get there by sitting on the couch. Well, you know, it, like. Well, and, and I get that we're critical,
0: right? I, I get right. that. We are very, very critical on this show. But at the same time, I, I will be the first person to tell you, like, look. I could probably not go into wrestling school. Right. I could probably, I mean, I probably could, I could probably do it. It would be very difficult. Right. 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 So, but at the same time, it's like, I don't see you going in the ring. Right. Like, I don't, I don't see this, this idiot going in the ring and be like, Oh, I'm so much better than Timothy Thatcher. Oh yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to do a pig. Right. (laughs) I don't know. Show me. (laughs) Yeah. Show me. I want proof. Yeah. Right. I'd Uh, rather pay money for that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Timothy Thatcher is a very scary man. He's, like, he's like near the last person you want to call out like that. And because Timothy Thatcher just, he doesn't have a TV. He doesn't, he he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't have a TV. Okay. Yeah. What does that have to do with it? He doesn't have Twitter. He's not on social media. Okay. You're not going to find him being like, now let me tell you something, young man, or whatever. (laughs) That's probably not how Timothy Thatcher sounds. No, he's just going to, like, Murder
2: you and yeah, lock you just, in a basement. Yeah,
0: he'll just he'll just go to the the gas station, find a map like you would, mm-hmm. old school, <laughs> and uh, he, he'd he'd find where you live and you know chop your chest off. Uh-huh. That's really what would happen. Chop your chest off, dude. That Walter Timothy Thatcher match. It was nuts. <sighs> yeah, dang. <laughs>
2: nuts so tanner loves timothy thatcher i love timothy thatcher duly noted he's he's great he is great Uh, i have no complaints about timothy thatcher
0: (laughs) anyway moving right along (laughs) uh aew uh has been building up their double or nothing card for weeks now and it looks like it's finally taking shape Mm -hmm. Mm, yes Mm. (laughs) shape feet Oh, goodness. You're welcome. You're welcome, (laughs) listeners. Oh, I'm never going to be able to live that one down. Um, So, At least not for this episode. (laughs) Nope. Uh, So, from what we see here on the pre-show, we have Private Party versus the Best Friends. uh, Tag team match to determine number one contender for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Hmm. Hmm. I think the best friends look pretty good in this position right now as far as the push that they're getting Mm -hmm. uh we also have cody versus lance archer in the tournament finals for the inaugural aew tnt championship
1: Mm -hmm. that'll Mm -hmm.
0: be pretty dope and the championship will be awarded by none other than iron mike tyson uh who he um he put out a very scary video dude i saw it he (laughs) was he was hitting those mitts and I thought, like, I thought he was gonna go after the guy. Yeah. At one point, and then he like he, like ends the video, and he's like covered in sweat, just like after like pummeling these pads, and he's like, "Ah, oh, I'm back." And you're like, "Oh God, like don't come back here, no, like, like, like please make... don't tell Timothy Thatcher he's got one of those those maps." Yeah.
2: M- make your comeback like a hundred miles that way. Like yeah. uh... like I I just, just don't hurt me. <laughs> no, it it really was. Cr- How old is he now? He's in his mid 50s. Man, he's in great seeing, shape. Seeing a mid 50 year old guy move like that, it was as stonkers. Yeah. And he's big still. He's still yeah. very big, mm-hmm. um, which is um, even more frightening. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> man, I hope I look like Mike Tyson at 55. Dude, Goodness, please, man. Yeah. <laughs> if the gods are good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get there one day. So, who do you have in that
0: tournament match? Um. Oh. I don't know, man. It's got to be Lance, right? It's got to be. I mean, you could argue it both ways. Lance should not lose. Mm-hmm. I don't think just yet. I think you you need to make him just this killer monster. Um, at the same time though, I mean, Cody really shouldn't lose on another championship occasion. Like he's like he always does this thing. Where it's, like, week after week on Dynamite. Like, he builds and builds and builds and builds and builds. And, and like, he gets all this momentum. And then right when the pay-per-view comes, he falls apart. Mm -hmm. Right? He goes and gets his neck tattooed and he dies. Right? (laughs) Right. Um, right. Like, he loses to MJF. Or, like, he face plants doing a moonsault and loses to Chris Jericho. Like, like something always happens at the pay-per-view where Cody falls apart.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So, I mean... Yeah, I think Lance Archer probably is the right move, but, man, cody, Cody's
2: cody got to get a win, a big win at some point. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Uh, I, I think we're going to have – I don't think this is going to be like a clean one, two, three. Uh, mm-hmm. I think there's going to be something going on here just because, you know – Either way, if you get a clean victory, it, it's going to hurt the other person. You know, like yeah. with with Lance Archer right now, he's so dominant. If you were to have Cody go clean over him, I mean, like, what are you doing? Like, what what were you? What have you been building towards? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, like you said, with with Cody, I mean, he he gets win, 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 win. Oh, but then the win that matters, he falls apart. And, mm-hmm. and that's been time that's, after time exactly. after time. It's been time after time. And, and so we can't have that again. Mm-hmm. It, it really would just like destroy him. Honestly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you're right. So th- there's gonna be some kind of shenanigans. I- I'm thinking maybe depending on how much weight they want to put on this match, there there might just be like a timeout. Honestly, uh. th- they do like a 20 minute time limit, 30 minute time. Well, what do you do with it? the title then? I-, I mean, they're still the finalists in the tournament, so yeah. I mean, you could have the match again. Yeah, um, true. I, I don't know if you want to do it on dynamite or or something. I don't know. I, I I would just I I think we need to have a winner,
0: and I think Lance Archer is the right person to do here. I think I think. But he's then the what right does Cody move. do?
2: Was well, he just gonna go in the corner and lick his wounds for a few months? I mean, like you have to have he, maybe. he's he's the guy. Uh, yeah. Other than Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega, like mm-hmm. Cody's the guy of mm-hmm. AEW. You can't have him just in a corner whimpering, he has to be doing something, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and if he were to to cleanly lose to Lance Archer in, in that title picture, I mean, like, where, where does he go mm-hmm. after that? They're going to have to do a lot of building if they yeah. end up going that m- route. M-
0: maybe they continue Lance Archer just being, like, super-duper dominant, dynamite week in, week out, and then maybe, like, have promo packages during dynamite where it's like Dustin reaches out to Cody and he's like, hey, look, you got really emotional in that last match. You get emotional on each pay-per-view match. You need to get that out of your system. And they do like some Rocky-esque like training promo packages and it's like Cody doing like a lot of deadlifts and then like chasing chickens in the backyard. And then like, I don't know, (laughs) like waking up drinking like Raw eggs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, just, like, something. Something to kind of get him, like, pumped up and make him, like, rocky. And then when they finally unveil him again, he can go in there ap- after a few months and finally beat Lance Archer.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I would do with Cody. I mean, there's certainly ways you could do it, for sure. I, I just think if if they do a, a clean uh, victory for-, for someone, there's going to be a lot of build for, for the other person. True. So, that's true I don't know. we'll just have to see we'll see I was just curious what your thoughts were on that yeah of course man
0: um, let me see here what else there's a there's actually a pretty, pretty good amount of big matches on this mm-hmm. card here uh, Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shido a no disqualification no count out match for the AEW Women's World Championship match uh, Dr. Britt Baker DMD versus Chris Statlander in a straight up singles match MJF versus Jungle Boy in a straight up singles match um, Darby Allen, Colt Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian, Frankie Kazarian, excuse me, Frankie Kazarian, and two other participants, two other participants rather, to be determined. The match is going to be bonkers. In a, yes, in a casino ladder match for a future AEW World Championships shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from what I've read regarding the rules, there will be a chip suspended above the ring, uh, and entrance will be, um, I guess, uh, uh, coming out to the ring once every, what, three minutes? Two minutes? I think it's two minutes, yeah. Yeah, a new competitor will arrive to the match every two minutes. Uh, so it's kind of like Royal Rumble meets a ladder match. It's a very creative idea here. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Um,
2: and it gets, like, but there's no eliminations, right? No. Right. So so it gets like more chaotic as the match goes on, too, which is really cool. Yeah. I, we always talk about crescendoing through a match, and this is like built for that. So 100%. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm a big fan of this. Mm-hmm. 100%. You know, I'm actually, and this is going to come as a surprise for you, Tanner. I am actually pretty excited for the Nyla Rosa-Karushita match. Um, Nyla Rosa's been getting better, man. She, she's been getting better. Every single match she's had, she's gotten better. She has been. I think it is Hikaru
0: Shida's time. I, th- I, I agree. Think, I think time is up. Uh, yeah, Hikaru Shida needs to be the new champ. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think she's just a better overall... Um, not that Nyla Rose is a bad ambassador, but like, Hikaru Shida's... Been there, done that. She'd be a really great champion, I think. A fighting champion.
2: No, I, I absolutely agree. And the thing with Hikaru Shido, too, is that she's just so well-rounded. You know, she she has a lot of different moves in her arsenal. She, she's very uh, intellectual in the ring. So she would definitely make a very good champion. And, like, she can have a great match with anybody. Which, to be a fighting champion, uh, if you want to give her a long reign, you got to be able to, you know... Do it with the best of the best, uh, no matter if they're, you know, 250 pounds or 90 pounds. Uh, you know, so I, I really think Hukarushita could do it. Um, Nyla Rose, she absolutely is getting better. Uh, I do think they need to put it on. Um, Hukarushita works absolutely. Um, someone else, though, right now, hmm. just give her some more time. She absolutely is getting better 100%. Yeah, she is, but give her some more time and uh she she can be a champion again for sure. Okay. Hey, I believe you. I, I believe you 100%. Um let's
0: see here. Uh the 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 penultimate main events or rather the, the 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 I guess the the main events, the main attractions here for this card really um John Moxley versus Brody Lee uh for the AEW World Championship. I think this is uh, an easy win here for John Moxley. Not that um, not that it's gonna be a bad match, not that it's not that I don't buy into Brody Lee, but I, it's just very early to put the title on Brody Lee. Yeah, and it's very early
2: to take the title off of John Moxley. Well, yes, I, I completely agree with the, both of those points, but I also just think it's too early for Brody to even be involved in mm-hmm. this at all. Personally, um, you know, this is very similar to uh, kind of the situation that got him with The Fiend in, in WWE. You know, he- he's a character that really shouldn't care about that to a certain degree, you know. Mm. Uh, and-, and putting him in that kind of match and in that sort of situation almost takes away from their character. You know what mm. I mean? Uh, we-, we saw that a lot with The Fiend. And-, and I'm I'm thinking we might, might be starting to get some of that with Brody Lee as well. And I really hope not. I just, I don't know. He he's the type of character that like transcends just wrestling. You know what I mean? Mm. Like like Moxley's character is, I'm a great wrestler almost to a certain degree. He, he he's a badass. Yeah, but he's like his, his character revolves around wrestling. Yeah. Whereas Brody Lee's character, he's just like I'm better than you, and, and I have a lot of people that follow me, and, and so it, it's yes. not so much about the wrestling itself. Um, So I I hope they just don't get in a situation like with The Fiend where it starts to really just take away from his character. But I I don't know. Maybe they'll handle it very well. Mm -hmm. I I don't Mm -hmm. know. It's just, like you said, very early.
0: Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? (coughs) Anyway, I pointed at my nose there. Uh uh Um,
1: Anyway,
0: (laughs) we, uh, we also have the Stadium Stampede match. I believe it's just a notice qualification brawl throughout the whole stadium. Um, Matt Hardy versus uh, Matt Hardy and the Elite, rather, uh, Hangman Adam Page, Kenny Omega, and Matt and Nick Jackson, uh, the Young Bucks um, uh, versus the Inner Circle Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy uh, Guevara, um, Santana, and Ortiz. Now, some of these guys haven't actually been on Dynamite in quite some time, so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how this all works, but it should be fun. A lot of fun, nonetheless.
2: Yeah. I I mean, the last match that they had, uh, not on this last Dynamite, but the Dynamite before with Mm -hmm. um, uh, Jericho and Sammy Guevara versus uh, Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy. I thought Mm -hmm. that match was spectacular. I really, really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Uh, If we get something like that for for this pay-per-view... I'm all about it. Yeah. yeah. Give it to me. It'd be pretty cool, mm-hmm. I think. But yeah, man. Show but, me Matt Hardy chasing
0: Sammy Guevara on a golf cart again. <laughs> that was
2: so funny, dude.
0: Well, they, they did kill Vanguard One, uh, so yeah. Matt Hardy's got a lot to fight for here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah. That wraps up the news pretty much. Steven, what do you think we uh, we get the the grill fired up here for some Hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. Yes, it's that time once again, ladies and gentlemen. We asked you on Twitter to drop your hottest takes, most sizzling opinions, and most burning questions in uh, our comments section below, and that we would discuss them on today's show and give you, the listener, a shout-out. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, let's get it going. Mmm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Uh Matt G aka Matthew Black of the WTF Wrestling or of WTF Wrestling rather at Illustrious MG40 says stripping Sammy of the Intercontinental title was complete bullshit. However, AEW may have created the best card they have to date with the upcoming double or nothing. Uh yeah, I think it's right on both points. Mm-hmm. Um I really don't know the mechanics behind stripping Sammy of the title um i know he's kind of in quarantine in canada right mm-hmm. now uh, so he's not really able to defend it though we've seen champions not have to defend their titles for longer periods of time uh for uh <coughs> brock lesnar <laughs> We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it is kind of needless to take the title off of Sammy Guevara. Not Sammy Guevara. Sammy, um, you know. Zane. Zane. Yeah. There. Thank you.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe they're just trying to do a tournament because AEW just did a tournament. Yeah, they're like,
0: tournaments are the new cool thing because yeah. we listen to Headlock Talk. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> What yeah. have we done? Yeah, Vince is in the office. <laughs> have you listened to this headlock talk? That that Texas gentleman guy, he really likes a good tournament. <laughs>
2: they sound nothing like me, though. <laughs>
0: Anyways. Uh... We never hired somebody named Cacciatore or whatever his name is. <laughs> All right, let's keep it kayfabe now. Yeah, let's yeah, keep it yeah. kayfabe. <laughs> uh... Uh, but yes, no, uh, double or nothing. That card is hot. Yeah, super stacked. Very good. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. So, thank you, Mathis Black at illustrious MG40. Yes, thank you for your question, or rather, take hot I'm, take. Hot take. I'm I'm terrible at reading. <laughs> cold take. <laughs> um, yeah, ice
2: cold take.
0: There you go. Uh, let's see here. Connor at Connor underscore 12 on Twitter. He says, hot take, college football edition. Okay. <laughs> Steven hits the snooze on his imaginary <laughs> alarm. Like, over all right. Here. <laughs> Taking a break yeah. on this one.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got you, though, Connor. Okay. Okay. Uh, Connor asks, oh, or rather, says, I- I'm blind. I can't read. It's okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Connor says, Ohio State is the best football team in the country. Well, wrong. <laughs> okay, Stephen. I thought you hit the snooze alarm. Never mind. Um, Just had to say that. Stephen thinks you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, look, um, I th- um, hmm. I think there's a very good chance that you're right here, Connor. Um, as a proud Texas Longhorns fan, though, mm. um, i got to say... I always like my Longhorns. You can never really they're they're always like let's be honest. University of Texas Longhorns are always very overhyped. Because mm-hmm. the, the whole fan base is like, it's our year this year. And it's like... They, it, but that's every year? Yeah, it's like, man, yeah. you know, whatever. But, like, they, they have a lot of firepower. And they were really the only team that stood toe-to-toe with LSU last year. And LSU had the most historic season of all time. See, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, LSU is... Uh, <laughs> <this> is Steven <laughs> Uh, uh, no, in all seriousness, LSU uh, was probably one of the greatest college football teams of all time. Uh, but University of Texas stood toe-to-toe right there with them and almost almost beat them. Um, so that really has uh, a lot to be said for here. Ohio State is very, very, very good. They're always very good. Um, they did have some close calls with Wisconsin last year. Um, so, hmm, I, I don't know. Um, who else? Um, who's that one team? Clemson. You should always be worried about Clemson mm-hmm. if you're a college football fan. Uh, Alabama. I, I, they're probably a little bit overhyped, um, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's that's my college football thoughts. Yep, Steven. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get I you just it.
2: want to. Say, I have nothing against uh, college football. Like yeah, if you, you enjoy it, that's fantastic. Right, I just don't like, watch it.
0: All right. Like you don't. Wa- you don't watch football right yeah, it, it's like not specifically
2: that. college like i just don't watch football so right. it's
0: not it's not your thing i'm yeah. I'm actually a much bigger soccer fan right football, football if you football the mm-hmm. real football, mm-hmm. not this hand egg nonsense here <laughs> um, you're one of those <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, you know what do they call it with the uh, you know uh, the with the nose you know you turn you turn your no- nose up at the football. like you're snooty yeah snooty mm-hmm. yes mm mm-hmm. mhm- mm-hmm yeah agreed um but yes thank you connor for yes your, thank you for your hot take ohio state they do look good i gotta say <laughs> all right moving right along <laughs> uh our friends uh, at united by wrestling podcast at utd by wrestling do you think otis will have a successful cash in or does he lose his cash in match <laughs> mm-hmm. it um it kind of depends Right. Yeah. Um, I uh, Otis could be a very lovable champion. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, huh. I don't know. I saw this thing online. Uh, mm-hmm. someone was saying, uh, basically the, the Otis Dolph thing is going to continue mm-hmm. and, and it'll culminate into a match where, uh, Winner gets like the briefcase huh. and Mandy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's spicy. And then, uh, they, they said Otis was going to win that, cash in the uh, the Money in the Bank contract, unsuccessfully loses the match, and then Mandy leaves him.
0: That's terrible. It's
2: so sad. Like, why would somebody write that? I don't know, but like, a part of me feels like it could happen.
0: Uh, I mean, anything could happen, really.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, that would be terrible.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I think Otis stands a pretty good chance. He's very, very popular. Mm-hmm. Lord knows WWE is all about their analytics, and for whatever reason, they think that Twitter is the best place to run anal- analytics off of. Right? Oh, which I mean, look, we gather our stuff off of Twitter, but I mean. You that's know, a different story a though di- that's yeah it's 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 a different mechanism right right like <laughs> you're basing a whole billion dollar company multi-billion dollar company based off of the thoughts of people on twitter um which is i mean it is what it is yeah let me know how that goes for you yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway yeah oh this very very popular could he win the title sure i think it would be fine it would kind of, it would remind me a lot of, like, um, in a very ironic reverse way of Kofi winning the title. <laughs> like, like, a very lovable character yeah. winning the title. Just like the fan favorite kind, yeah. of, kind of character. Basically, yeah. 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 It's just, you know, we <laughs> yeah. were just kind of uh, taking a bit of a plunge there with Otis, I think. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he, he could be a fine champion, you know? Uh, like yeah, you maybe, said,
0: maybe I'm wrong. I I like Otis. Well, like I, you
2: said, I mean he he's very likable. Uh, he's very popular. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. Why not put the title on Otis? You know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Why not? That that's that's a great point, Steve. Yeah, I mean
2: it doesn't have to be you know a, a 250 day rain or whatever, but just you know. <laughs> put the title on him have some funny stuff go on in the background him like having these like
0: amazing 30 minute work rate matches <laughs> like the new Kenny Omega yeah yeah <laughs> uh, that that's what i want out of Otis feel <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah this is the greatest thing ever yeah his
2: match with Drew McIntyre is like the the new best WWE match of all time <laughs> mm. we could see it perhaps we could see it this is this is true we could see it uh, let's see here.
0: Uh, Fowl ICQ original uh, at Fowl underscore original says, Oscar will be a great champion in current climate and earned the title. Long live the Empress. Yes. Yeah. Asuka. She will be a great champion. I think that uh, kind of her feelings about um, Becky Lynch becoming a mom uh, were uh, highly, uh, I guess, contradicted by Shayna Baszler, who... Uh, said a lot of very rough things about Becky Lynch on raw. Uh, so this would be the next big feud and it should be pretty good. They're both very, very technical. Yeah. Um, so true. I do, I do like how this looks.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, if there's anyone to get a great match out of Shayna, it'd be Oscar. It would be Oscar. So, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I, I love Oscar. Asuka. Oscar's great. Um, Shayna, <laughs> you know, mm. she's not in, in my opinion. Uh, I've, spoken about her in the past a lot mm-hmm. uh, but like I said I mean if anyone's gonna get a good match out of her it'd be Asuka so we'll see where it goes well there you go mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here uh, Justin Poxic hey at, at Poxic Justin on Twitter how's it going Justin hey Justin Uh, Justin says it's my birthday on the 17th now for my question uh, what if WWE went TV 14 again how would you book it Mm. well first off happy birthday happy birthday happy yes. birthday justin uh th- it's uh it's awesome uh to have uh great fans and listeners like yourself mm-hmm.
2: and uh, i truly wish you
0: a very very happy birthday
2: absolutely and-, and you've been with us for a very very long time justin so we really appreciate that as well
0: uh, absolutely yeah. absolutely um i i'm i'm really good friends with your cousin uh so uh yeah maybe uh maybe we can work something out here yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for more. <laughs> mm. Now, how would we book TV fourteen WWE? Hmm.
1: Um. Hmm.
2: Hmm. Bring the Nexus back. Wow. Bring the Nexus back. A hundred percent. Wow. That's yes. I of all the turns, I didn't see this one. Coming. Now here's my reasoning on that, okay? I'm listening. <laughs> so here's my reasoning. Uh, if, if you're putting WWE back to TV 14, obviously you're trying to attract younger individuals, correct? Right? I think so. What?
0: Yeah, I, yeah go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm just... <laughs> yeah.
2: So and, and <laughs> I'm just listening. And younger individuals look at look at media that younger individuals consume. Look at look at Pixar movies. Look at Disney movies. Look at things like that. They have a very clear hero and they have a very very clear villain. That's all you need. Nexus is a very, very clear villain. There, there's not. They're, they're not the. They're, they're just a simple villain. You know, it, it's very easy to get your head around. They're not overly complex. It's like these guys are bad. There you go.
0: Now, I'm not trying
2: to poo-poo
0: your idea. I, I'm, I want to work with you here on this. Okay. 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 So when you say bring the nexus back. Are you wanting them to actually bring back the original OG members of the Nexus, or are you just wanting them to have a legitimate heel super faction that starts taking things over, like like
2: Bullet Club almost? Right. Uh, yeah. Pretty much that. It, it doesn't okay. have to be original members. I, no.
0: I was like, I was like, you got like, we got to bring back Heath Slater and uh, the, no, the, like
2: Justin Gabriel or
0: whatever his name is, and then like. <laughs>
2: Stu Benson, or no, whatever actually, his name is. <laughs> bring the Spirit Squad back. Oh, I'm kidding. Why? No, bring the Nexus back. It doesn't have to be the original members, but just the idea of the Nexus, the the, the, the we, heel super faction. Yeah, we just need a heel super faction. Is, mm-hmm. is what is what we're
0: needing. Okay, right. I mean that's that, that is a good idea. We could we could do that. Um, they need to be very brutal. Mm. Um, because I think so. TV 14 when WWE was TV 14 and it was Attitude Era and all that stuff. Um let's see what's the, what's the what's the kindest most polite way of saying this you need a lot of sex and mm. drugs and i just realized i misunderstood
2: the question but whatever so how did you interpret the question <laughs> like uh bringing younger viewers i i completely oh. like yeah
0: i was like you were like you know with pixar movies and i was like oops i was like huh
2: sorry justin <laughs> that was my fault
0: so, so now
2: <laughs> on to Tanner's point that is not dumb <laughs> feet. Um, <laughs> um, no, uh, so,
0: mm, so like you, you need to have, I, I would imagine that you would need to have some fairly racy angles, yes, um, or at least like um very intense angles. Um, WWE with TV 14 they're getting a little bit edgier um i don't know if we're going to go all the way back to the attitude era times where like you have scantily clad women um i mean it is what it is um blood is probably not going to come back on tv anytime soon um Though, I mean, it, it it is kind of weird that UFC does their shows. They, they did a show midweek, and there was plenty of blood. There was a guy who actually lost most of his teeth in the middle of a fight. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, <laughs> that is what it is. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you kind of have to... You For WWE, they have to be very careful because they do have investors, mm-hmm. and they don't necessarily want to see all that kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah, um, harder-hitting angles... Um, you, you know, um, a little bit more violence, but I think what would, what WWE really needs at his heart is just better creativity. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I think that comes with maybe triple H being the guy at the, at the, the head of the table rather than Vince. That's yeah. just me. I mean, we've said that for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. you know and, and I definitely completely agree with it I, I think the the first thing that you need with if you're going to go t v fourteen is you need fresh blood and that's that's something that w w e is particularly lacking right now yeah is fresh blood um so yeah justin, I hope in a roundabout way that that helps answer your question yeah,
2: I hope Tanner answered your question after i messed it up
0: <laughs> t v fourteen Pixar. Pixar <laughs>
2: I don't know how TV ratings work. (laughs) It's okay, Stephen.
0: But once again, very, very happy birthday to you, Justin. Happy birthday, man. Let's see. Uh, Mags All Pods at DEJ Kirkby says, No crowd events work for UFC. Yes, this is true. No crowd events actually work supremely well. For UFC mm-hmm. um I, I watched uh what was it UFC 249 which was amazing that was a f- freaking brilliant card mm-hmm. uh, w- one of the best UFC cards I've ever seen and um yeah like just the like you can hear the coaches very clearly you can hear um you can hear the guys in the octagon very clearly and like Man, like, the most brutal part is when you hear the shots land, you're just like, oh, that's a human hitting another human. Yeah. And
2: you're like, that's that, that's a sound. Well, <laughs> well plus, because when, when there's a full crowd, you know, there, there's that, e- even in, like, slow parts of the match, there's still, like, that hum of the crowd, you know? Uh, but then, obviously, you get the huge pops and everything. But, like, when, when you hear a fist hit someone's face, with a crowd, you're mm-hmm. hearing it like in spite of the crowd. Like yeah. you hear just a little thing, and you're like, oh, that's what that was. Mm-hmm. But then in an empty arena, it's like, that's the only sound you have. So you right. really hear it. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Uh, so yeah.
0: Uh, Mags at DEJ Kirkby on Twitter. You're absolutely right. Yes. Uh, no crowd events absolutely work for UFC. I'm very much looking forward to uh, Fight Island. Uh, President Dana White is arranging to. Have a, a special island, uh, so that way they don't have to, uh, you know, they can skirt these these rules and restrictions from the coronavirus. Interesting. Yeah. So that should be cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm down for it. Um, so thank you, Mags, for your hot take. Yes, thank mm. you. Uh, SCW Wrestling Channel at SCW underscore Steve says. AEW Double or Nothing Casino Ladder Match is a creative match that I have that I can see becoming a yearly tradition. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Um I think that um uh, as far as the Casino Ladder Match is concerned, it's a very innovative match type. Uh for sure, I'm very much looking forward to seeing how it turns out. And um really kind of also because um I don't know, I like I said, um like if you listen to our Money in the Bank review, I obviously found that uh it was an entertaining match, or an entertaining spectacle, I guess. Right, the the Money in the Bank um, thing, um, but it's not a match, right? I kind right. of miss that. It's not an, an actual match, really. Um, and I think that this will do more than plenty to make up for that.
2: Yeah, no, I mean it's gonna be a great match. Uh, li- like you said, very very creative match. Um, just just a really cool concept. Um, it certainly can be yearly if you want it to be. Uh, I'm personally in the camp that like the these like g- specific like gimmick type matches don't necessarily need to be yearly. Uh, I, I think it actually takes away from from the the spectacle of it. You know, like it, say Money in the Bank only happened every two years or every three years, it, it'd be a way bigger thing. Say TLC, Elimination Chamber, Extreme Rules, all these happened only you know every two or three years. They would mean more. They would they would feel like they mean more. Um, so yes, this match certainly can be yearly for sure. Um, I I just hope if they do, they, they maybe change the stipulations of it. Like, uh, don't always have it be, you know, winner gets a shot at the title, Uh, maybe do something different. I just, I I don't want them to get stuck in the same rut that WWE is in with money in the bank where like. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just don't want get, to get stuck in the same rut where like Money in the Bank is, is nowhere nowhere even close to what it used to be in terms of importance.
0: Okay, fair play, man.
2: Yeah. I, 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 I do like the concept. I think
0: it's very innovative. I look very much forward to it. And yes, if they made it a yearly tradition, I know WWE did that with the Money in the Bank matches um, at WrestleMania. Uh, but uh, now it's become its own pay-per-view event. Right, so you know there is, there is that to behold, but it's not like they're renaming Double or Nothing into Casino Letter Match. No, I know, (laughs) I know,
2: and and there's there's certainly differences between the two scenarios Mm -hmm. too. But we're, it is similar to the beginnings of where we are in WWE right now, and and where Money in the Bank was in its infancy, you Mm -hmm. know. Uh, well, yes. So I think those
0: are our thoughts. So thank you, SCW Wrestling Channel, yes. for your question. Yes, indeed. Yes, uh, Noob and Co. at Noob uh, underscore n underscore co nineteen ninety one says, "The ultimate hottest take He'll is snap. is Oscar becoming WWE Raw Women's Champion. We're so proud of her." Uh, yes, Oscar, uh, she'll make a fine WWE Raw Women's Champion. I oh think. yeah, she'll be very very good um you know i i think that there is uh plenty of competition on raw for her and uh, we'll just have to wait and see where this goes
2: mm-hmm. yeah I, I mean i i agree oscar's great she's gonna be a great champion oh. I, I have no doubts about that
0: yeah no problems here mm-hmm. no problems here at all um let me see here Ooh, this one got a lot of traction from some people oh, online uh mark at wrestling jeebus Nice. Yes, <laughs> um, on Twitter uh, says the NWO was easily better, more entertaining, and more influential than DX ever was. It's not even close. Yes, this got this got a lot of uh, a lot of traction here. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a, it is there's a lot of truth to what Mark says here. Uh, if it weren't for the NWO, there would arguably not be a response to making a DX faction in wwe Mm -hmm. uh one could certainly argue that um of course uh scott hall kevin nash um x pac um triple h and Shawn michaels they're all best friends um so i have no doubt that there's maybe some influence going on there between nwo and and what happened later on with dx um yeah, I mean, you could easily spot an NWO shirt. In fact, it, it became more relevant again recently because uh, some uh, there's a, a woman at a Walmart who uh, took a picture of an NWO shirt uh, and, and claiming that uh, Walmart uh, is trying to promote a new world order uh, within. Uh, uh, she she tried to claim some very Alex Jonesian type argument. Oh uh, god. Uh, that the uh, the deep state was trying to infiltrate Walmart and that we need to to ban it.
2: Some people are so dumb.
0: Uh, it is very stupid. <laughs> um that's so funny. Yeah. I mean a world run by Scott Hall, Kevin Ash, and Hulk Hogan would be quite interesting. I don't think I'd want to live in it to be quite honest. No, with you. no that'd be that'd be interesting <laughs> for sure. Um, steroids in your weedies. Yeah, there you go.
2: <laughs> no, I mean uh for me DX Is like more influential for me just, just because that's what I, those the people but that I grew up watching. That's what you grew up on. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, NWO was long dead by the time right, that you right. were, were growing up. Uh, I'm still very familiar with NWO. Uh, yeah. I, I've read a lot about them, watched a lot of their matches, watched a lot of the segments with them, just, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Extremely influential. Uh, it's just more influential to what? To the individual person, or to the industry as a whole, or I think or they're
0: they're probably aiming for the the industry as a whole. Then yes, you're uh,
2: absolutely right. I,
0: I would agree. Yeah, uh, to that point. But yes, I think there are people, and I think that's what kind of caused a lot of this traction here on this particular hot take. Uh, was uh yeah um you know everybody kind of grew up with different stuff. DX right kind of made a comeback um in, but in like
2: mid two thousands. I like DX more than NWO, but. I can't sit here and say that they're more influential. Like that's just false, mm. you know? So it, it, it's not a, it's not a popularity contest. It, it's just what's fact, you know, fair enough. So well, there you go. Well, thank you,
0: Mark at wrestling. Jeebus. Yeah. For, for starting question. a civil war in our comments, thread. <laughs> <No>, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, goodness. Um, let me see here at in brightest day X on Twitter says Floyd, the baseball bat, is Eagle easy? Let me start over <laughs> in brightest day X on Twitter says Floyd the baseball bat. all oh, you're doing great so far! Is the biggest heel in pro wrestling right now. Hmm. Yes, Floyd the baseball bat, the destroyer of uh Matt Hardy's drone.
2: Um, yes r.i.p. Mm-hmm. you know i mean he's certainly got the most heat right now yeah definitely yeah
0: that that baseball bat is super over right mm-hmm. now he's got got all that heat mm-hmm. um yeah yeah he,
2: he could easily be the the biggest heel mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i mean I'm i'm trying to think of anyone more hated right now specifically right now that that's the big thing
0: I can't think of anybody. No, I mean Vanguard One. It was a very special character, very, yeah, very lovable. You can't, uh, you can't discount that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, good stuff, good stuff. I think
2: here. Good I think, take. Yeah, you're absolutely right here. Uh, at in brightest day X, mm-hmm. thank you for your hot take. Man, 2020 is an interesting time. Yeah, very strange. Time. An inanimate object is the biggest heel in pro wrestling. Uh, I, that's right what now. I. That's what I was taking so long to think about. I was mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. but what like, a, what like a time to be alive. But not <laughs> even joking, like. Can you think of anyone else? Like, it's got to be. Perhaps so.
0: I don't know. King Corbin? But, like,
2: Hmm. he just has, like, residual I hate you heat. It's not like he he doesn't have heat because he's great. He has heat because he's not great. Hmm. There's a difference there, you know? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. we got a lot more takes
0: here, Steven. So let's let's wrap these up here real quick. Uh, Let's see here. Billy Collins at Real Billy C on Twitter says Seth Rollins was always good but never great. Yeah, 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 Whew, yeah, yeah. That's rough. That um, is a hot take. It's a very spicy. He take. has certainly been
2: great, 100%. He
0: yes, I think he's always consistently been good. Mm-hmm. Um he has shown potential for greatness. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, he's not, um, I'll probably get some heat for this myself. He's not the draw that Stone Cold was or that The Rock was. He's not even the draw really that Cody is. Right. Right? That's saying something. Honestly, yeah. But, um, as an in-ring performer, as somebody who does do well both in and out of the ring, um, as far as promos, in-ring work, all that good stuff. Uh yeah, he's always been consistently really really good. Mm-hmm. Um great is that next here. Um Seth Rollins while he's always been very prominent, he's not always um, been
2: super like memorable. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, I mean like you said, he he's consistently good for sure. He's definitely shown greatness before in the past. Um has he shown greatness recently? Probably not, in, in, in at least in my opinion, um, mm-hmm. he he's just. And, and the thing with Seth Rollins is uh, a lot of his shortcomings are not even his own fault. Like Seth could be the biggest heel, the most successful loved heel in the entire world of professional wrestling if uh, he didn't get the these weird like catchphrases and one liners and and you know the these these childish jabs at at people, you know, if he was able to just go out there and and talk like a normal person, he could be so much better. And and this is also a little small thing. And I know we're trying to go through this really quickly, but uh, Seth Rollins, he has that laugh, that cackle. (laughs) Dude, it's the best heel cackle in the business. And uh, underutilized, all I'm saying. This is is true. Um, So thank you.
0: Uh, we really do appreciate your hot take here. Uh, Billy Collins at real Billy C. Thank you. Uh, random gamer 11 at Alfie six three Oh two three Oh three two says, man. Yeah. Mm. Uh, random gamer 11. I'd have a hard time logging in. Like (laughs) I wouldn't be able to remember that. You just got to remember your email address, I guess. Right. Um, anyways, anyway, uh, uh, RandomGamer11 on Twitter says, "King Corbin is the best heel in WWE." Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, good one. I think that answers your question. Um, yeah, I mean, it it depends on what you find a good heel to be. Lana is a better heel. Oh. Um, no, seriously. Um, King Corbin does have some bright spots as a heel. It's just always very just kinda like how Seth Rollins is always very like overdrawn. King Corbin is always very overdrawn in the mm-hmm. opposite direction. Yeah. Um So it just all really kinda depends. He he can be a very, very good heel. He has very good heel potential. He just he gets stuck having to Deliver lines right that weren't written by him.
2: Right? No, I'm I'm joking. Uh, I I don't hate Baron Corbin. Uh, he's de- he's certainly not my favorite. Uh, he's a very capable wrestler for sure. Um, and, and like you said, uh, a lot of a lot of the detriment of most of the heels in, in WWE, it, it comes down to being fed lines. You know, and there there's no ifs ands, or buts about it. Like that, that's what a lot of it comes down to for sure. Um, Baron Corbin he he's not the worst heel. He's absolutely not the best. At least in my opinion, I, I I do think somewhere else he could be much better. I think a lot of what I hate about Baron Corbin is that they put him on the card and then uh and then they're just like, "Man, look at him. He's a great heel, right?" Mm-hmm. It's like fair enough. <laughs> like, "Okay, sure, but like you cool. you've been telling me that for the last 16 matches." You know like Right. Well, who? What is he? Who is he? What? What does he do? What does he care about? Like you're just mm-hmm. like he's not a nice guy, huh? Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. he kind of isn't. He's, he's kind just, of a dick. He's just a dick. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's my main issue with Baron Corbin. Fair
0: enough. Uh, so, thank you. We do appreciate your hot take here, Random Gamer Eleven. Yes, great name by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> Brock at Meat Puppet 566 Oh, that's a great name, too. It was pretty good. Um, uh, Brock says, Mr. McMahon was so great of a heel character that it has actually hurt WWE's future, now current, business. Hmm. There's, oh, man, very, you could certainly make an it's, argument for it. It's a very thought-provoking it. take.
2: Yeah, well, think about it. I mean, like, every time there's a new heel or, or a new feud going on in the company... Everyone online is like, "Oh, is this the new Stone Cold McMahon feud?" Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. So, like, man, there might be there might be an argument here. Yeah,
0: I mean, uh, he did a lot of great work as an on-screen character. That's 100 percent sure. Yes. And I think his influence really is felt with there being on-screen authority figures. He was certainly not the first person to do that, but he was the certainly the best, most effective person to do it. Um, did it hurt WWE's future, now current, business that he was such a good character? Um, I think Vince feels like he is always in search of trying to capture lightning in a bottle. Um, like, he's done that twice now with the XFL... He continues to do that with trying to build characters that are um, similar, but always come across as rehashes of other characters. Um, I don't know, man. Um, I I think that Vince is just always striving to try and get back some of the credibility that he had maybe 20 years ago when things were really, really hot. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of see that in their logic, where they're like always trying to Pull, uh, put over, like, the older guys, right? Like, right. oh, man, it's Triple H's 25-year anniversary, and here's this uh, Undertaker last ride special, mm-hmm. and, like, hey, these guys are, these old guys are super-duper important, right? And it's like, yeah, they are. Uh, they're very important. That, that's what helped build your business. But you've got, like, 150 new people here that you should really concentrate on doing the same thing for. Right. So... I don't know. I think it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B right, here with sure. a, with old Vincey Poo, you <laughs> know. So, uh, but yes, Brock, that is quite the thought provoking uh, take here.
2: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, I, I really I, I enjoy like
0: this. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. So, thank you, Brock, for your question mm-hmm. or comment. Yes. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, Peter Edge at Peter Edge Seven says, John Cena. Is on WWE's Mount Rushmore. Um, yeah. Probably. Yeah. I would certainly say so. I think he's probably up there with Hogan. He's up there with Bruno San Martino. Um the third person on that Mount Rushmore. Probably Andre. Hogan, Andre, Bruno, and Cena is probably is probably Vince McMahon's own personal um, Mount Rushmore, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean I agree. Yeah. Good. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Peter, I hope that helps answer your question. I do think that yes, John Cena is on WWE's Mount Rushmore.
2: Yeah. He's at least on Vince's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We
0: finish out here. Uh, almost finish out rather. Um, with uh Cherry Garcia, which is which is trademarked. I won't tell Ben Jerry's if you don't uh <laughs> okay. at heel cherry gar uh cherry jerry oh no his name's not cherry garcia it's cherry jerry oh boy i'm foolish oh uh, yeah come on man maybe i just want ice cream you know i think that's what's going on in right my, i it just is. really want ice cream yeah. i want to go lay back down in bed see I cherry have... garcia's really good but <sighs> but man uh
2: strawberry n- shortcake right mm. um it's so good. It's got
0: that graham cracker swirl. Yeah, there's the tonight dough though. The tonight dough. Which is, one's that one?
2: I think is that the one with um That's the one with Jimmy
0: Fallon on it, right? I think so. It's him or Colbert. I don't know. No, there's a different one. one
2: for Colbert. Uh
0: oh yeah, that that's that one's um like the Americone Dream or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon's is the one that has like the uh the chocolate dipped potato chips. <laughs> What? Yeah, that's the, <laughs> Holy there's like shit. there's like little nuggets of chocolate dipped potato chips in the in the ice cream. Holy god. Yeah. I need to try that. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a like rice crispy kind of texture to it. Yeah. But Is see it... now, see now it's really awkward because I called this guy Cherry Garcia. That's mm-hmm. not his name. It's mm-hmm. Cherry Jerry. Right. Um, you know. Maybe Cherry, we can design an ice cream for Cherry Jerry. Cherry, Cherry Jerry, Cherry Gary, Cherry Larry, Terry, Cherry Terry, Berry Berry. Perry. Perry. Cherry Jerry Mm -hmm. on Twitter Mm -hmm. says, "Um, I love AEW, but the start of this week's Dynamite was poorly executed, and the brawl felt lame. Mm. Cody had the opportunity to take a shot at Jake the Snake Roberts, but he paused. Jake should have run away when Cody was already approaching the ring from his ride. Uh, Cody drove, like, what, six feet and ran over a barricade and some stuff? He barely rammed through anything. The pop (laughs) was too little, and the revving of the engine went way too long. Uh, Yeah. 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 I mean, um, it was not a super effective angle. Mm -hmm. Um, They do need to build up this final match. Uh, between the two, or not the final match, but this final stretch here between now and Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, they really, really needed to take advantage of that.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, with, with Jake the Snake, they, they originally brought him on, and that original promo that he gave to, to Cody was just so, so good. It was so good, and, and it really did great with with selling the ferocity of Lance Archer. Um, but now, I don't know. Jake the Snake's just kind of there. And they haven't really been been doing a lot with him. Every time you see Lance Archer, Jake the Snake's there. Uh, every time, you know, like you said, every time with these brawls, he's there. Um, but yeah, he he probably should have ran away, or yeah, Cody probably should have hit him. Uh, it just didn't really come off well.
0: Yeah, um, they they definitely need to take advantage of this final stretch of everything, and uh, yeah, Yep. it would be it would be something something quite nice to see if they can get some really good promo working. So, yeah, I agree. Thank you, Cherry Jerry, for your question. Not Cherry Garcia. No, not. Though I will go get some ice cream after this. Mm. 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 (laughs) I think so. Um, Last but not least, Mike Charlop at MikeJC821 on Twitter. How's it going, Mike? Hey, Mike. How's it going? Um, Mike's got a couple takes for us here. Uh, why is WWE's answer to bad ratings always some newly named version of the wild card rule I never liked the brand split to begin with but if they're going to have all these championships then the brand split is necessary why is it so hard for them to tell good stories and have good wrestling um, uh, um, I hate to break the hearts of WWE fans everywhere but um, that's just not the kind of business that they're in They're in the business of entertainment. Right. Entertainment by whatever their own definition of entertainment is. Um, I personally agree. I don't like the brand split. I think it's dumb. I think that Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre need to have a match to unify those titles. Um, I think that uh, they need to... um, put everybody for, like they need to strap uh, strip rather on draw day of the u.s. title and just build a larger bracketed tournament for the intercontinental title uh they need to unify the tag titles and you just need to unify all the titles is, is my point here mm-hmm. and um yeah they, they need to have champions that can compete on both both sides of the brands yeah yeah
2: no um, i mean I, I completely agree i mean the see the main problem with the brand split as a whole, in my opinion, is the fact that they don't stick to it. You know, like, I don't, I don't, I don't like the brand split. I, I just don't. I, I think it's dumb, especially with the, the multiple titles on both shows. Supposedly, all of them are important, but you actually make none of them important, and, and the brand split is dumb. But, <laughs> if you're going to do it, stick to it. Yeah. Don't, don't just be changing rules at a whim, just because you feel like it, or just because you think it might give this show a ratings boost. Like, like, there has to be continuity, and it has to make sense. You can't just be like, oh, we're going to do this because we feel like it. One like, of the, one of the best arguments I can
0: give you as to why the brand split is bad is WrestleMania 17, if you watch the promotional package for Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock, uh, the main event match, you got clips from Raw and SmackDown of their feud, right? So what, what this does is, when Monday comes around, they're telling you a story, and then by the time that Raw ends, you tune into SmackDown because you want to see how the rest of that story plays out for the rest of that week. Right. And then when SmackDown's done, then you've got another three day, two or three days, where you can say, man, what are they going to do on Raw? So it makes Raw a must-see thing. The brand well, it makes split. both of them
2: a must-see thing. Right.
0: Yeah. So Absolutely. Um, uh, that said the roster was considerably smaller back in those days. So, um, I mean, yeah, it's, um, you would kind of have to do a little bit more work, but, um, I think that you could try and do it in a way to where it's still effective. If you played your cards right in ending the brand split. Mm -hmm. Um, Mike also goes on to say with Becky out for the foreseeable future, it's time for Liv Morgan to get a real push. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ladies, Liv Morgan being one of them, that mm-hmm. they should really give a good chance
2: to here. I think Liv Morgan's just the big one because she kind of like went away and reinvented herself and came back seemingly for no reason. You know, it, like I, I think that's the only reason like Liv is is the big one, just because like, let's give let's give her a reason to be here. Two know? two words, hmm. lesbian
0: angle. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm interesting anyway i mean you could you <laughs> certainly could yeah i mean that's what they tried to do yeah they they tried to do live morgan and uh lana well then you know? well then live and do lana. it then well, well they the, can't then, everybody's forgotten about it now except for me for some reason <laughs> hashtag feet um <laughs> anyway uh i hope that answers your question mike and uh <laughs> last but not least um did uh, you say that already what <laughs> last but not least I don't, I don't remember. I can't remember either. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, with Vince McMahon making his tag champs play basketball this week. Yes, that happened. The Street Profits played a basketball game with the Viking Raiders. Um, it was a blowout. I missed that. Yeah. As, uh score was like 74-2 to two or something like that. Huh. Street Profits won. Because the Viking Raiders, even though they say, everything you can do, we can do better, um, it's not the case. Street Profits quite clearly are better at basketball than the Viking Raiders.
2: Who would have guessed Viking Raiders got no hops? No. No. Interesting. Um,
0: Yeah. Very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, (laughs) Um, with Vince McMahon making his tag team chance to play basketball this week, I don't think I want Undisputed Era to move from NXT to Raw or SmackDown. Um, no, uh, no NXT collapse should be going on anytime soon. Yep. It would be a terrible idea. I, I'm not even really a big fan of this this like current phase of NXT. It's very very weird. It's ve- like you've got heel Gargano, you've got Dexter Loomis, who's yeah. like I don't know, he's 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 kind of like Buffalo Bill from uh, Silence of the Lambs, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just a very strange time. Yeah. Yeah, hope, hope they pick things back up. Hope they do it. I'm sure they will. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that concludes Hot Takes this week. Yes, thank you for sticking around here with us here. Uh, Steven, let's end this on a, a nice note here. Uh, let's do one quick round here, of course, of... If Wishes Were
2: Fishes.
0: (laughs) I like that drawn out segment there. (laughs) Um, Yes. If Wishes Were Fishes. Uh, If you've uh, only tuned into Headlock Talk this one time for this episode, thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you. Uh, If you've been with us since the very beginning, then uh, yeah, you know what's about to go down. Thank you for staying with us. Yeah. (laughs) I hope you brought your scuba snorkel yes yes and your feet and your feet (laughs) um yes uh basically if wishes were fishes is where steven and i take turns making a wrestling related wish and the other grades them yes in terms of fish yes indeed steven do you have a wrestling related wish this week
1: i do
2: oh
0: i do do you want to you want to start
2: things off for us then sure yeah, I could start out. Um, yeah, so we're in a we're in a pretty weird time just in the world right now. The pandemic going on. Uh everything shut down. Feet. feet everywhere. They're all over the place. It's really smelly out here. No. Um but no, it it's just a weird time. You know, it it is a weird time we're getting all these wrestling shows with uh no crowd which is working for some people, maybe not working for other people, just varying degrees, whatever. It's just a weird time, right? But something's coming up or something should be coming up in Japan called G1. We hope exactly. We do hope. So if wishes were fishes, uh, G1 2020 continues in an empty arena. Uh, like I said, some promotions are doing it great. Some promotions aren't doing it very great. However, I think New Japan itself would be, honestly, perfectly fine in an empty arena. Uh, New Japan fans are normally... One, they're more respectful, I think. And two, they under- they fundamentally understand the product on, on a higher level, uh, in-, in my opinion. And so the 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 pops and, and and the the crowd interaction isn't as important in new japan as it would be in a more western product in my opinion. so if wishes were fishes uh g130 actually, right? Mm-hmm. yeah, g130 takes place. ah, oh,
0: man, i really want to i really want that to happen. Mm-hmm. i really really want that to happen. goodness. All right. Well, uh, Stephen, I have no choice but to give you 10 great white sharks Mm. because, man, what a great wish that is because I I just really want that to happen. Mm -hmm. Man.
2: Uh, And give us plenty of great wrestling to watch in this quarantine, man.
0: Well, especially because I was like, man, next year is probably Osprey's year. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. uh, We'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Um, I just,
2: I really think they could
0: do it, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. Well, um, let's see here. If wishes were fit <laughs> top that. Yeah, no, I, I'm kidding. No, that's that's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's just not. Um, so I, I'm gonna kind of, uh, I'm gonna kind of go in the other direction here. Okay. Okay. Uh, Drew McIntyre, he keeps mowing down everything that comes before him, right? Um, but, uh, you know, maybe, maybe we have, uh, face Jinder Mahal come back, uh, because he is, he is back now and he kind of wants to turn a new leaf. Maybe he tries to reunite the three man band, you know, and we get a whole bunch of three man band segments. Um, they even go into the studio and they like record a uh, uh, an album, like yes. like an actual album. Yes, uh, because I, as a vinyl collector, I will buy that album. I will as well. And uh, yeah, they they record an album, and then like at the record release party, they're all like, "Yeah, we did it. It was a great time. Yeah, here's our songs." And then they're up on stage, and then Jinder Mahal turns on Drew McIntyre, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that sets up their feud. Um, But yes, I think that something like that would be a lot of fun. Uh, Maybe like uh, do like every week and and do like a slow burn on this feud. Like every week do like behind the uh, behind the music kind of segment where it's like just like five or ten minutes of like them in the studio, like setting up their instruments. And then like there's Heath Slater, like they rehire him for this segment, but for (laughs) nothing else. And then, like, he's behind the drum kit. He's like, guys, what are you always fighting for? We're in this together. And then, but, like, you know, they they finally come together and make this great album. And then Jinder Mahal finally betrays Drew (laughs) McIntyre. And that sets up their title feud.
2: Oh, that is spectacular! It's I unironically ad. really want that. <laughs> okay, like, fine, like hundred percent good. That makes me feel a little bit better, <laughs> especially the the gimmick album part. Yeah, they they release an actual album. I still listen to WWE. You can't see me from two thousand five. So there you go. Like I absolutely listen to that.
0: Like you could easily have CFO dollar sign do all of the music. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then like and then like just Drew McIntyre and Jenner Mahal like like singing yeah like, like not even singing like just like trying to sing yeah uh, and it would be
2: it would be gold i would i will buy that record absolutely no i, I would absolutely do that that's a that's a, that's a beautiful wish man yeah, yeah. I, I really like that uh i'm gonna give you four ghost shrimp oh mm-hmm. 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 shrimpy yeah you ever seen a ghost shrimp they're cool no i have not. Are
0: they they transparent yeah they're Ooh. translucent yeah transparent translucent. Tra- translucent i don't know the translucent is probably better because you can actually like
2: you can still see some of what's going on with the shrimp yeah i mean you can see like it, like its organs and and yeah. and stuff yeah They're, like it. bones they don't do they have bones um, no, it's not like bones but like like cartilage or, yeah, or something maybe but, like, like muscle fibers I muscle guess. fibers is yeah. probably the yeah. that's probably what it that's is that's probably what they got I did have I a, don't think
0: they're, I don't they're not uh, they're not invertebrates
2: right right, right. I, I do have a very very quick second wish yeah okay so they brought backlash back barklash right? no so they brought backlash back barklash with dogs uh if wishes were fishes every wrestler at backlash <laughs> barklash comes out with a dog oh effectively so, and technically making it barklash, bark-lash. at least
0: in spirit yeah yeah that would be great like part dog show part wrestling exactly yeah
2: like like as the wrestlers are walking out it's we, like one of those we have uh, to like, judge the dogs yeah it's like the contest where they they judge them based put, on speed and agility put, and put like the put like a twitter pull out and yeah like we we vote for the dogs
0: absolutely yeah that'd be, that'd be pretty good bar clash but that's it <laughs> yes absolutely i just had to say it's, it's wonderful um Let's see here. Uh, before we end the show, here, album of the week. It is still King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard Month here yes, on indeed. Headlock Talk. And uh, this week here, uh, I have probably my absolute favorite album on deck. Uh, 2016's Nonagon Infinity. Uh, this uh, What a name. It's very, very good. Yeah. Um, uh, this piece of music here is brilliant because, again, you get the garage, wa- garage rock psychedelia um, infusion here, um, and they introduce a lot of heavy blues stuff into this as well. But the really cool concept is from song number one through song number nine, there are no gaps in the album. Like, it run- like each song runs directly into the next. Nice. So it's all, like all one extended song. Um, And a lot of the stuff that they do is, like, they'll pick up riffs and phrases from other songs, and they, they like, repeat that phrase throughout the album in other songs. It's called a motif. Um, Yes, different motifs. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Steven. Beautiful. Um, So from the opening track, Robot Stop, um, through to uh, Big Fig Wasp, um, those are just brilliant. Like they're rip roaring tracks and they turn it right up to 11 on song number three, gamma knife, uh, which is like, I don't know. I always envision myself like on like a bayou boat, like with a big fan in the back, like going down the bayou, hunting yeah. alligators, you know, like, you know, it's just a, just a stomp rock session. It's a brilliant song. Hell yeah. Um, people vultures, uh, more of a slow jam kind of thing. Um, again, using the same repetitive motif uh, that Steven was talking about, uh, Mr. Beat, uh, Mr. Beat, rather a little bit more poppy, uh, more like a shuffle. You can kind of like see yourself like you know kind of like skipping down the street listening to it. Yeah, it's pretty 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 nice jaunty song. Uh, Evil Death Roll is uh, uh, almost almost metal in a sense. It's like their first kind of attempt at doing a metal song, and they do supremely well at it. Um, Invisible Face, Wawa, and then Road Train. Um, they all kind of uh, give a nice rounded close to the album. Um, but what's really cool is um, as Road Train is coming to an end, they have this nice little riff that kind of plays off uh, through, like, um, and it kind of picks up steam right through the end of the track. Um, and this is the only time that I would recommend if you do not necessarily want to go and get the vinyl copy. The digital copy that you can get off of iTunes or Spotify is just as good because what Nonagon Infinity is all about is because so nonstop after the road train track ends and bleeds out with that outro, it's purposefully loops back to the very beginning track, essentially creating. An album that never ends. Nice. So it loops all the way back to you to the very beginning with Robot Stop and goes all the way back down. That's dope. It's a very, very cool concept, and they execute it very, very well. So um, one of my favorite, probably all-time favorite albums, Not A Gone Infinity by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, mm-hmm. is my album of the week. Very nicely said. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah. All right. Well, that has been an episode of Headlock Talk. Oh, snap. Oh, snap, indeed. um hit us up on twitter at headlock talk we would love to have you follow us there uh you just hit that follow button we follow you back we send you a little message we can talk if you want to we don't have to talk you know i mean you can just send me pictures of your cat or your dog Mm -hmm. um or whatever you had for dinner tonight Mm. Mm. feet yeah (laughs) (laughs) interesting um (laughs) uh let's see here uh make sure to uh hit that subscribe button it only takes three seconds you're already listening to me right now just go scroll up real quick all right you're right there all right now click that button it says subscribe to it there you go bam you're done done see easy that way <laughs> so you get all the upcoming headlock talk episodes you can hear us rant about whatever you want or you know just you know hit us up on twitter and say hey can you guys talk about this We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you really want to go like the the next step in in your support of Headlock Talk, please leave a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts, be it iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, or anywhere else for that matter. There's lots of places to listen to us. Mm-hmm. Trust me. We, we know. All we, right. All yeah. right. we, we definitely know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, and <then laughs> um, and uh, if you are a business and you love the sound of Steve and I's Sensual voices. Headlock talk. Yep, there you go. <laughs> uh, please uh, leave us a note. Headlock talk at gmail.com. Again, it's headlock talk at gmail.com. Or if you just want, like, you know, stock trading advice, yeah, hit me up. I got you. Yeah? Maybe goodness we'll see didn't know you worked at like h and r blog yeah i'm like ai I like i like blue chip stocks particularly it's 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 a lot more uh you, you kind of have to stay in there for the long game but you know it's quite rewarding if you're willing to give it you know a good number of years
2: i see huh this is yeah. something i didn't know about you <laughs> not a lot of people do all right <laughs> anyway uh we will leave you with that ladies and gentlemen thank you once
0: again for listening to this week's episode of headlock talk i'm of course the texas gentleman tanner pruitt and as always right across from me here The one and the only Mr. Steven Groody. Yes.
2: Thank you for listening guys.
0: Thank you. And good night. Later. Later. Bye bye.